Hey, before we get into this edition of the Trap Draw, Tron, we got some sponsors. What's going on? We got a sponsor. A sponsor. Mizzen in Maine. Uh, it's helping the millions of men suffering from textile dysfunction. Neil, who was our guest today, was one of those men. Neil, why don't you tell us kind of, uh, you know, you hate dry cleaning, you hate ironing, uh, and you hate, well, and you hate mean, sweat. If you want me to talk about things that I'm self-conscious about, one of them would, would be pit stains, although I'm moving past that. And I'm moving past it with the help of Mizzen and Maine. Um, and I will say, I don't wear a lot of button downs anymore. Working at Google is very disruptive. A lot of t-shirts, a lot of uh, quarter zips, a lot of NLU gear. But when I do, it is Mizzen and Maine. And I think a lot of it's because it's, it's comfortable fabric and I, uh, I don't get pit stains. It's that simple. Well, there, there you have it, folks. Uh, get $10 off your purchase of $100 or more with the promo code TRON. T R O N, Tron. How'd you pull that off? How'd you get the How'd you get the discount code? You know, I got some connections over there, man. I thought we were gonna go with Neil's pit stains as a, a discount code. Well, that's already that's already played out. You know, Peg, Peg already. Yeah, I mean, people already bought like all the shirts with that one. So it's way to start a new I one. I can't wait to see what what the engagement looks like. So yeah, T R O N Tron, ten bucks off. You know, I know there's a bunch of procrastinators out there with, with holiday gifts, uh, but let's get to it. All right, Neil, we're going to introduce you in just a second. We're going to kick it to our guy, Jeezy. Thank you, Mr. Jeezy. Guys, it's been a little while. Uh, Tron, how are you? I'm great, Randy. Happy Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Ha- happy Kwanzaa. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Same to, to you. To the big guy. Uh, that voice you're hearing, the third voice, the third man in the ring, is the merch czar live from somewhere in, in uh, the big island of New York. How are you? Actually, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the big Long Island. I'm out. I'm out in BK, baby. Oh, are you out on I'm the? Doing well. Are you Are you holidaying at the Hamptons? No, uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm here on uh, Broadway in Williamsburg, and you know, with my boys, with the Hasidics down the street. Things are getting cold. I think it's going to start snowing here pretty soon. It's golf season's over, guys. Um, up there it is. Yeah, I, I, it's we, just getting. We won't tell you how it is. Full down swing here. down here. It was gorgeous. It was. <laughs> it, was it was beautiful. Maybe today. 55, 60 today. Not but, a cloud in the oh, sky. That's delightful. The air was I'm gonna crisp. have to get down there and see you guys. T- For sure, man. TC's golf game is back in a big way. Uh, really? Yeah. TC says he's got a new miss. Yeah, I shot seventy five this weekend with a quad. Um, wow. With a quad that I hit the green and the fairway in regulation and made quad. I think you're burying the lead, though. You said you have a new miss. <laughs> I do have a new miss. It's a snap hook. The the queef, like the monster queef, is gone. It's no. It sounds like the inverse queef. No, well, the the Patagonian queef is different. Patagonian queef's like a ball that looks like it. It should. Queef, That's only it, really <laughs> been seen at Winter Park that one time. Yeah, it was majestic. It's like it's it's, it's, it's like that, the Tazzy Tiger. It's, it's almost like a late, like, like a really like late the, lazy the toe hook of the of the toilets flushing backwards in the southern hemisphere. A little bit, yeah. 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 Little bit That's like why that. we call it the Patagonian Queef, because it's southern okay. hemisphere. Wow, that, that is something to behold. That's so, wild, man. Uh, well, you know, Neil, we've got you on to talk boxing. Do we, we want to do that up front, or do we want to go Fred X Cup first? We're going to do Fred X Cup and boxing here on, on the episode. Well, I don't know. You guys tell me. You were up here, so like it was a great event. We can go there first. All right, let's do probably, boxing probably first. Makes sense. Yeah. Why don't we hit it first? Because it's like, it's been... Well, I guess tomorrow will be three weeks. Uh, so, you know, I've had some time to recover. Have you let yourself go? Is, well, you know, I'm just sitting here drinking a whiskey. So maybe uh, that feels good. Uh, you know, I haven't really, I would say like I'm I'm not eating, I'm not like wolfing down MACDs or anything like that. But I've been sleeping in a little bit more, which is great, which has been absolutely delightful. Um, and by that, I mean like not getting up at 5 a.m., 
getting up at like a normal like 7 or 8 a.m., which is great. How long had you been getting up at 5 a.m.? I started doing that pretty much six days a week since July, like July 15th-ish, July 20th. That's when I started training at Mendez Boxing. Yeah, so just take us through the whole process here. So it was four months. And just before you go into it, if, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about for some reason – uh, you were in a chair. You, you can explain this, but you're in a charity boxing match. But more importantly, if you want to search the No Laying Up Twitter timeline, there's a whole periscope that they can actually watch the boxing match. So if if you have no idea what we're talking about and actually want to watch Neil boxing, uh, go back to I believe it was November 15th on the at No Laying Up timeline, and the whole match is is there for and, people to watch. And it was an officially sanctioned. Amateur boxing yes. match. Yeah. yeah. One of those USA boxing certified undefeated um, four months starting in July and work with a trainer and a nice a crew, a solid crew at Mendez boxing. Uh, it got boxing a lot like golf. It's like uh, very like um, uh, diehard, almost like subculture, but like maybe on the other end of the spectrum, um, you know, from, say golfing so it was like really I'm, like a, i'm a guessing massive the dichotomy. very other end of the spectrum yeah but like at the same time like people dedicated to the craft like really dedicated to like in their everyday like people finding it in the dirt on the driving range like similar to that like people just looking for it shadow boxing it's a lifestyle and it really is a lifestyle people like really identify with it which i i like could not respect more um and like it's it's uh it, I mean, a very humbling game, as people say about golf, but this probably a little bit more tangible, uh, humble vibe, I think, you know, when you're getting basically put into like the fetal position, it's, standing instead up. of metaphorically getting the shit beat out of you, you yeah, like literally, literally like, get the shit beat you know, out of you being like, wow, I can't like, I'm glad that three minutes is over. I felt like three hours, uh, when you're in a, like a sparring round that you just lose control of literally like just, you know, when you lose control of a golf round, it's like that, but, but maybe like a lot more intense and, and shrunk into a, I guess a smaller amount of time, but it feels about as long. So I, as somebody who's lost control of my golf game on numerous occasions, I think I would almost welcome being hit in the face. I, I agree with that. Like getting hit once is great. It's when you can't stop getting hit. <laughs> and that really, that really rattles you. Like when does, you know, like you almost want to be like, yo man, like stop it. And they're like, no, I'm not going to stop. Like, you know, so you kind of like get it, get you panic. You, you honestly, you panic. So like I, I trained for four months, and it you know first two three months I was I, when I came on the trap draw last time I was like deep in it, and I would go in for an hour hour and a half every morning before work and just you know, like just grind. That's the only way to put it. Just grind my dick off in there, uh, whether it was like bag work, sparring, probably two three times a week against you know guys that have been doing it for years and then you just like at first the progress you can't feel it and I learned a lot about like how my mind was getting in the way and then a lot of it was like self-conscious too because you're like am I doing it right like what do I look like especially because in in boxing like at the event it's like everyone's watching you but even in the gym like the the ring is raised and people are on the treadmill or they're doing stuff around the ring and you're, you know it's like it's like kind of like a stage it's not a judgment-free zone yeah, yeah, you're in there like shadow boxing and stuff, and you're just, you know, if you're, you're, I'm new to it, I'm like, God, I'm just like, you know, your coach is like barking out, like, hey, you know, do this, you're not snapping your punches. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, so then you're, th- you're overthinking everything, your mind's like slowing you down. Um, and, and that kind of went, it, it, it went like that for, like, I didn't feel like I was getting much better for probably the first half, like, first two months, which was like pretty discouraging. And then about halfway in, I was getting my ass kicked, and like, I just kind of was like, well, there's only, you know, I kind of got overwhelmed and I was like, you know what? There's one way out of this tunnel. Like you're in this, you you put yourself in this situation. Like, and I just kind of stopped thinking as much. I I stopped caring, I guess, about how I looked and just started like, like, uh, you know, I was, I just did everything my trainer told me and, and I get some stuff started to fall into place. And then really what happens is, um, it's kind of like seeing the ball go through the net. I had a couple good sparring sessions with like some guys were like, I started to see the punches a little bit better and then your defense gets a little better. So you're not as concerned about getting hit in the face because you feel like you got your distance and then slowly but surely, like week over week, I started progressing. Um, and then honestly on fight night, I felt like I was in great shape and took care of business. Like I, I was pretty calm when I hopped in the ring, heard the, uh, the bleacher creatures up there in the top 
of the Hammerstein ballroom going nuts and, uh, you know, unanimous decision. We took care of business. Well, so, so you're, you're, at, at what point did you start training for your opponent? About a month and a half before. So I was supposed to put another guy and he probably, he was probably like, he would have been a tough matchup. They switched it because they're trying to like, they were trying to even up that matchup, this one. So this guy I fought was, a, was bigger than me. Um, but I don't know if he, I don't know. I don't know if he sparred as much as I did. Um, he had popcorn muscles though. Yeah. I mean, he, he was like, he definitely had some, some pop. That's for sure. He just, I don't think that, I think I moved better than he did. And I kind of knew that when we, um, they, we spar to make sure it's a fair match. It's a charity boxing match. They don't want anybody to get like knocked out cold. Like that's not good for business, right? Like that, you don't want to rattle the crowd. Like it's, it's, everybody should go home. Um, I don't know, man. That's kind of sick. Those those first couple matchups. Yo, you guys were there. Like, yeah. Like, you know, the first matchup was kind of a, you know, the guy got the doors blown off him, and it, it seemed like the arena was a little. Uh, like I was waiting in the in the wings, and I was like, "Damn, it's kind of quiet out there." It was like a funeral. So, so, you, so the guy you fought, you you know, you you, you kind of got pretty confident there the, the the week leading up to it. I think people were a little bit, you know, I was floating the 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 picture of the guy his his Instagram account out there, and people were like, "Oh shit, Neil's gonna get the." The crap beat out of him, um, but you know I, I think you you and and me because you seem so confident. You had a quiet confidence about you. Tron was kind of like your hype man. Yeah, he was like Don I King. I felt like I had a good plan just because I felt like all right, I know I can move, and I know I had like I kept it really simple. It was like straight punches, right? Like jab, right cross, right straight, and then maybe a couple hooks, and that's kind of what I stuck to. Um, I wish I would have, my, my plan was actually to move more left than, and I actually circled a lot more, right. I'm waiting for the film to come out. Cause I want to see that, but you still um, haven't gotten the film. No, not the official one. I got like a highlight that we can, we can post, uh, but it's basically me just like landing power shots on him, which is pretty sweet, but I want to see the whole thing. Cause like first round, I thought, I thought it was more even. Um, but I think I threw a lot more punches. And definitely landed more. And then second round, I, I think I took control. And third round was was kind of a beatdown. Um, so it goes by pretty quick. It feels it's it's like a mix of feeling like re- like really long and then like really short at the same time. Okay, I got a couple questions for you. Were you more were you happier that it was over or that you had won? Um, that's a great question. I would say I was ha- I was I was really really happy I won. Like I think if I hadn't won, I would have been like I'm really proud of the work I put in. Like I basically worked as hard as I possibly could have maybe too hard at points where I'm surprised I didn't get hurt. Um, especially cause I kind of like messed my shoulder up in the third round, throwing like a heroic left hook and then like my shoulder separated a little bit. Um, so that's been pretty sore and I'm surprised I didn't do that in training, honestly. Uh, cause I was, you know, I was grinding like every day. Next time we go out and play, play golf with Neil, he's going to do like the, the, the bow hustler. <laughs> I'm I'm concerned. I really am. I had torn labor. I think I like reacted. All right, J Day. But hey, listen. You know, I, and I got some vertigo going on and all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Um, but regardless, I think I think winning. Like it was like a lot of people come out of this event and are like, man, like it's all about the experience and stuff. And it's like I don't know if I can honestly say that. Like I'm just really fucking glad I won. <laughs> um, and, and and not only won, like you won unanimously. You. You rocked him. Yeah, I like took care of business. It felt good. And it was like I had my like twenty eighteen goals. I called it the year of execution. And like win a boxing match was like first on the list. And I you know, I checked that off on my bulletin board. I was like, that that felt really good. Now, uh am I happy it's over? Yes, I am. Um I you know, and I and whether or not I continue to box, I'm still like considering that. Cause it's like like I said, I was boxing with a really tight crew. So, you know, I haven't been back in the gym since, which has been like good, but I want to get back in there and, and, and catch up with everybody. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of an all in all out thing. So I got like a ton better and I think I'm, I, I kind of have some decent skills at it. I just don't know if it's something that I want to dedicate myself to. It's like a craft, you know what I mean? It's like, it takes a lot of, a lot of focus and a lot of energy. Yeah. To say the least. So there's your difference with golf. So I'm a little torn. Can, I'm a little torn right there. You can go you can quit playing golf for six months and go back out and yeah, you may get the shit beat out of you, but 
you can still go back well, out. Well, they say they say it's the same with boxing. Some of the guys I've been talking to in the gym, they're like, "Well, once you get and, and I think it's like the same with golf. It's like once you get to a certain level of experience, like you can go out and swing the golf club and have fun and like play well, like play pretty, you know, get yourself around the course like in a decent way." And same with like some of these guys that I sparred with, like one guy had he'd fought like three or four times. He hadn't been in the gym for like a year and a half, two years and he could have, he was like running laps around me. He was out of shape and he could have gone five, six rounds. And I'm, you know, three, four rounds, I'm dying. And it's because he knows how to conserve his energy. He's got all the little tricks. He knows how to like, like tie you up. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, he kind of knows like all these moves to like save energy and, and, uh, and pace himself. Cause where you lo- like where you lose all this energy as an inexperienced boxer is like you're all tense and you're not breathing and you're like, you're just not like conserving your energy well throughout the round. So it sounds like swimming. It is a little bit. Yeah. So being around boxing a little bit as somebody I've, I've never, you know, I haven't spent any time. Is it a lot of likes to fight guy or do you find it more, you know, more sophisticated, more nuanced people involved? How, how would you break down the personalities? Um, yeah, that's interesting. There's a lot of, there's a lot of the archetypes in the gym, you know? Uh, there's like the dudes that come in, they look good. They've got like those spandex on like you the know, guy you just, fought. like, yeah, they like yeah. love to be seen working out. Yeah. But they don't get in the ring yeah. and like the trainers will kind of call them Loves out like the speed you know, bag. low key. <laughs> yeah. Like the, yeah, the speed bag guy, right. Or the double end bag guy, like <laughs> that, you know, they're working or they're, or like they're, they're working the double end bag, but they're not like actually doing it right. They're like, just like kind of throwing like chipmunk punches at it, you know, like really like short arm in it. It's like, you're not doing anything, man. So there's a lot of guys that do that and they don't get in the ring, you know? And it's, it's like, which is uh, like, I don't have a, a problem with that except for some of them. Like, you know, they, they kind of, they swag around the gym, kind of like dudes swag around a normal gym and like throw 225 on the bench press. And then they lift it like once every 10 minutes while they scroll their phone. You know, it's, there's like, there's that guy is in every gym for sure. Um, and then you have the other interesting one is like with these, with like at least at Mendez, but I'm sure it's at other ones. It's like you have the MMA crew and then you got like the boxing crew, right? Like, so on the weekends they'll pull the mats out when it's not as busy. And the MMA crew is like, you know, they're all like tied up like a game of twister over in the corner, uh, you know, or like they'll get in the ring during the week, the MMA trainer and like his guys. And then, you know, they'll start doing the pads, but then they'll be kicking them and stuff. And like, I'm just like, Oh my God, like, I don't know what to do with that. Is there kind uh, of like, is there mega marathon guy too? Like kind of, uh, relatively, uh, the person that just a little bit like what you did where you, you wanted to check something off the list or, or just challenge the hell out of yourself where, you know, somebody graduated, they say, all right, I'm going to do a marathon. Cool. Yeah. Like check that off the list. Cool. I'm going to fight in a boxing match. I'm going to start. Well, boxing. yeah, that would be me. Okay. That would be me. Right. And then like early on, like. I could tell, you know, you come in and like all the, the trainers and people in there, it's pretty, pretty gruff, like earn your respect type of crew. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like another crop of haymakers, guys. Like that's the name of the, the match, right? Haymakers for hope. Like, oh, you're doing haymakers. Like, that's awesome. But it's also like, all right, let's see if you're any good. There were so many, there were so many like Wall Street guys. It was, everybody was either Wall Street or just that blanket statement, entrepreneur. Yeah, but that's because it's they, – they've been doing this nine years and they know who's going to be able to raise money and they know who isn't. Like again, like just to, to get back to like the whole point of the event, like we raised like over a million dollars for cancer research and like cancer charities. So I did – I got to $33,000 um, and I'd say I think six I, – I was looking yesterday, um, 6,200 6, of it or just over was from the NLU community. So like big shout out, um, to everybody out there donate. That's not even including some of the anonymous folks, you know, which is always like, love the folks that, that, that donate, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever anonymously. Like that's Larry, that's, Larry David. That's the best. Um, so like, again, like I, I'm, I'd say my takeaways from the event is like, I feel really proud of the work I put in, but I had like a crazy amount of gratitude too, for like you guys coming up to see it like all my friends that came and then like the people that donate, like people really surprise you with their generosity. Um, which is like, that's really cool. It just feels like, damn, like people get it. They're like, yo, you're going to, you're going to work hard. And then like 
it really means it, it makes a big difference when you're in the gym. Like, like when I was not doing well, like two months before the fight, I was like, I, I just can't get my ass kicked in front of all these people, like all my friends and family. I'm not going to let that happen. So like, it definitely makes a, a big difference. Well, that's, that's uh yeah, huge shout out. I'm sure, you know, a lot of our listeners on the trap draw helped. And so that is, you know, same thing with the BMW charity classic earlier in 2018. It's just really humbling to see people uh, support good causes. So um, shout out I, to uh, I echo what you say, Neil house from DC. Yeah. House from DC was, was uh, like, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like people that you're just like, Hey man, like I definitely know who you are. And I definitely like did not expect you to, to donate and you did. It's just like, like that's awesome like i really appreciate that um so big, massive shout out to house from dc um okay what do you want to well, one any other, other thing i'd say about one other thing i'd say about the gym crew though to go back to what tron was saying <laughs> okay is uh there's a ton of girls in there there's a well, ton yeah. of women in the boxing gym but not like not like Thai bow boxing like this is like a like Mendez is like a blue collar gym and like there are girls in there grinding and sparring every day. Like sparring like crazy. No offense. It's awesome. Like your your fight was good and everything, but those girls, the number of punches that they threw and I mean they were beating that they were beating the shit out of each other. Just it was it was uh what was that fight way back in the day? Um oh. The guy from Lowell, Massachusetts, and uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, Gotti, yeah, Arturo Gotti, Ar- and Arturo and, Gotti. and uh, the other guy that like that it was similar. And Mark Wilberg, Arturo Gotti, and Mark <laughs> Wilberg. <laughs> it was it was similar to that. Where, yeah, in um, Mickey Ward, it, it, yeah. where they're just yeah, there's not a ton behind the punches, but they are landing h- hundreds of punches and. They're just, just relentless flurries, and they're well, they're like two butterflies <laughs> just flapping their wings at each other. It was crazy. But yeah. All right. To put a bow on this in the spirit, I'm going to put everybody on the spot. Neil, you said this boxing match was your big 2018 goal. Uh, let's go around. Does anybody have 2019? I, I think you've inspired you've inspired me, and I think you've inspired the rest of the NLU crew, and, and maybe we can inspire listeners. Do you have a 2019 goal yet? Not yet. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I like to have a big physical one that's kind of black and white. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it out. But DJ and I were talking about, uh, like this year, another one of my goals was to read a book a month and then send that book to somebody with a note, like somebody that I think would like it. Um, I, I read like six books. Um, so I'm not really accomplishing that one, but DJ and I have been talking about a a joint goal around books, which hopefully we can tie into the trap draw and maybe do some book clubs and some, you know, some forums, some, some discussions about it. I think Randy and Randy and Brandel Shambly are going to start a book club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, what a heavyweight reading list that was. <laughs> he, he never responded to my tweet, but can we talk about it? I think it, he's reading. Do you think he's there's reading? There's no way. I, cover to cover. I, I hate to say, like, I hate to call bullshit on it, but like, there's, I don't know. That was know. some dense shit. I mean, like dense, dense <laughs> shit. I know. I'm with you. Like there four or five of those in there would be a, a four-month project. At least. In, in, in and of that one yeah, book. if you, you know? weren't working. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, and then he's he's digging in on all the other golf <laughs> stuff, too. Right. Let's, like, talk about, like, and I want I just picture, like, does, does he sit, does he have a big armchair he sits in? Like, because those are books you really have to focus on. That's not, like... It's not pleasure reading. Yeah. yeah right. If you're reading that before bed, you're falling asleep in two pages. I read uh, you know? one year. I spent I spent three months reading this translation of Les Misérables that actually I remember that Nick Moffey gave that. it to me. Your, your buddy Moffey gave it to you. That God, was you were, you were, I was you deep were in that, but I but no, but I I read the whole damn thing and uh, and it was beautiful. It was a like the whole thing. The the process itself was actually crazy it's almost like your box it's almost like your training where you got to get deep enough into it there there are hurdles and, and you gotta like it's gonna get worse before it gets better and once you break yeah. through it it becomes enjoyable the the one the one way out feeling is a big is a big thing like when i felt like i just had it was like all right there's literally no other like i there's only one way out of this tunnel 
it's, I got to keep doing this. So, um, yeah, no big 2019 goal yet, but I'm working on it. I, I definitely intend to have some. What about you guys? Um, well, I will say, I think we've all signed up for a 55 kilometer <laughs> bike race <laughs> in true. April. So in a, in a location to, to be, be determined. determined. Um, that's not nothing. You know, I don't know if we're going to set out to win the race, but we'll at least, you know, complete it. I've been thinking on that. I don't know. I, I've done one triathlon before, and I think maybe I'll try to do one more in 2019. Um, I love that. I did I did the bike part of the New York triathlon this year, and, and I liked it. Yeah, but I'm like you. I, I think but I think by the end of the year, maybe this is a good like early January trap draw podcast. Um, I, I I need to give it a little bit more thought. But you have me thinking. We got a little NLU board meeting here in a, in, a, in a couple weekends. We can we can grind on some goal setting. Because I'm, I'm. I think that's um, important. As Neil pours another scotch, uh-huh. can you guys hear? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? Pour the Can you hear me now? Um, yeah, I, I mean, well, I really I'm don't want any of my. That. You know, I need to start. I'm not driving. I'm not. Driving. I need to start working out, but golf wise, I want to break par, man. Oh, that I love that. So do I. You know, I want to break par. The mega bonus is out there. <laughs> so, uh, well, on you know, on that note, getting it back to golf. I think this is this is, you know, as much as everybody loves boxing, everybody wants to hear about the FedEx Cup. It's at the forefront of everybody's mind. Yeah, you know, we, we are in the sleepy season. We though. have we have conquered. Sleepy eyes, sleepy eyes, Chuck. Is it who is it? Sleepy eyes, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Todd. That's Chuck Todd. No, it's, Chuck it's, Todd. it's fake tears, Chuck Schumer. Fake, fake, sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd. Part of the season. Um, we we survived the fall series, which. Uh, and you know what? I, I like the fall series. It's like the hero world challenge that I, I can't get down with from last week. Why weekend. is that Tron? Let, let's just, let, let me get my oven mitts out. No, and, it, and pass I mean, me that I'm, take. I'm on the record. It's, it's <laughs> listen, all my takes are out yeah, there. It's out there. It's, I think it's a disgrace. <laughs> well, I want to hear it. I want, I want you well, to, I don't think to... they should get the last place finisher, which I think was cat this year gets as many points it gets as many world ranking points there's 18 guys in the field granted they're all in the top 30 in the world this year um he gets as many points for finishing last place as somebody who made the cut at the u.s open this year and finished like 45th or 50th um finished 25th at the john deere or the travelers or kind of a mid-tier pga tour event so to me it's base. It's the ultimate participation trophy, but it's a participation trophy that it's better than a participation trophy. It 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 gives you the wherewithal to get into. Let's say you know people are saying, oh, well, you know these guys aren't getting into majors. All right, well, let's say Gary Woodland, who was in the field, or um, you know Bubba was in the field. One of those guys has a really bad year, and they they're falling outside the top thirty or the top fifty, and they're you you know top fifty is what gets you into the Masters. And two points is not insignificant in the world rankings. Um, it's a big giggle fest. It's disgusting. Yeah, and it's it's just not you know th- those guys don't prepare for that event like they they prepare that like they would prepare for for a proper event. I don't think so. You know, it's just the whole thing just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. You know, I it's piss poor. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's not why we're here on the track. God Ron, damn it, Neil! Now you got Tron yeah. all fired it up. Definitely has nothing to do with the Fred X Cup. Yeah. That is for damn. <laughs> well, so all right. So talking about the Fred X Cup here for those for, for the uninitiated, the Fred X Cup is our season long points race, um, involving uh, the race to the pizza party. Can we call it that? Yeah, involving Web Tour graduates on the PGA Tour for the 2018-2019 season. Web Tour finals graduates. Because there, there's also some people that played the PGA Tour, got knocked down. Oh, you know, last year. Anybody who got their card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, got their card through Web Tour Finals. Yeah. The path, right. the path, to the, the path to the PGA Tour. Which, by the way, big news, Neil. Web Tour Finals or Web Tour Championship no longer here in Jacks. It's at Victoria. Yeah, it's in Evansville. Shout out John Wood. Shout out to the Foz. Love that. Not really. I guess we don't like that. Well, we love John Woods, but not 
the well there was uh, a not the did you guys see the thing in though. in dc today there was a big no. there was like a riot because the cheesecake factory was giving out free cheesecake <laughs> i swear to god what does that have to do with the fred x cup because yeah, well the Foz. <laughs> tom fazio uh, is the cheesecake factory no, never mind. Oh, I get it. No, I get um, it. Because the menu, because he makes so many golf courses, <laughs> that is layers. On anyway, layers. we're gonna right, we're gonna let's, bring let's it back down to earth here. So the FedEx Cup, we all drafted teams. It's available on our yeah. website. You can see the standings. Shout out, uh, Easy Office Pools is helping us track it this year. Which should I read it off? Can I read off the positions, Randy? Yeah, if you have them in front of you, go ahead. I got them. I got them handy. So position number one, and we should. Okay, yeah. It's, it's, and it's and as he's reading these, rankings, as he's reading these earnings. keep in mind the loser, I believe, the season loser has to take a Wonderlic test and publish the results. And publish the results. All right, fine. So Team DJ, 1.8 million. Team Solly in second place, 1.2 million. Team Tron in third place with 1.2 million. And you guys are, uh, so it's, it's Team Solly is $1,234,384. Team Tron is $1,227,240. So that's pretty neck and neck right there. About, yeah, about $7,000 difference. Uh, fourth place, Team Neil. I'd like to change this to Team Merchstar if we could. Randy, we can take that offline though. Uh, $904,975. And then bringing up the rear, Team Randall. Four hundred and one thousand nine hundred and sixty-four dollars. We got some work to do, big guy. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So, why don't we kick it off with you? What are your thoughts on how the season has gone so far, and and where do you see it going? It's been it's been an unmitigated disaster. Team Randy, first pick was Max Homa. Second pick, I believe, was Wyndham Clark. Third pick was Steven Yeager. Yeah. Fourth pick was Dylan Fratelli. Fifth pick, Matt Jones. Sixth pick, Jose de Jesus Rodriguez. My boy, the shrimp. Yeah, which is a disgrace which that he's on Randy's team. Right. And we can, well, we'll take that. We'll take that question later. Right. I think it's a it's a so it's I a th- stain on Tron's legacy. Is what it is. Basically, fuck you, Todd. Exactly. <laughs> so here's the deal, Randy. You know, I was texting with Max a little bit today. Max Homa. What? Your number one pick. You're meddling with my team even more. We, we were talking about something different. Okay, but. Is there any tension there? No. Do you feel like he feels pressure? (laughs) I feel like maybe he's shouldering some pressure. And I hope he, you know, Max, if you're listening to this, you just know you have my unconditional support. Um, You're on my team, and it's nothing golf-related. I want you on my team because, you know, I respect the man that you are. And I want to free him up to just go and play as good a golf as he can. Okay. Any any so Randy, my, that my said is, that said what else have, it's what been a disaster so far. <laughs> what have you done for your team lately, other than than Max? What, what have you done for your team? I haven't done anything for my team. What have, have you, you done for your well, team? Have you had any interaction <laughs> well, with the guys on your well, team? We'll get to that. Um, I, you know, I sent out a really basic preseason tweet to all my guys telling them of the potential for a pizza party and saying come on guys let's you know let's have a good year and i think steven yeager might have liked the tweet that was about the extent of it so yeah it's not good you know fratelli's over playing in europe which i knew was a possibility (laughs) (laughs) i thought he'd be getting a lot of wgc points He's South African, though. This Matt is Jones the is the microwave man. I still have faith that he's going to win. He'll make at some point two cuts this year. this year and probably make over a million dollars. Yeah. I love, I love a good microwave man. There's nothing I, like better. a Nick Van Axel. I'll just Eddie say House. this. I'll say this. It's December, right? We got seven full months in front of us. Some people have said you can't lose the. You're, you can't win the FedEx Cup in the, during the fall series, but you can certainly lose it. You can certainly lose it. Yeah. And listen, I might not. I might not be able to win it. But maybe maybe just getting out of the cellar is is all that I'm shooting for. We were talking about goals earlier. That, yeah, that, that could be an appropriate yeah. goal for you. Yeah, you, you you can't get to first if you don't get to fourth first. So I think my goal, my stated goal right now, is just to to run you down, Neil. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You're gonna have a tough time with that because I feel like my team's going nowhere but up. All right, so we'll we'll go through Neil's team here. It's it's all uh, it's all guys with Georgia connections. Uh, with the exception of one guy. So he's got Anders Albertson, Roberto Castro, who's very curious uh, 
first pick. Seth Reeves. He's a grinder. I know he's a grinder, he's but yeah, I think there were you know better available players. I you know I I would love to have him on my team certainly. Okay, you. Um, Seth, you, you want to know what Seth Reeves, Jim Jimmy Hardkay, uh, Sepp Straka, and Joey Garber, who I think you were taken by his lettuce. He's, he's he earned zero dollars. Well, so shout far. out, shout out, Northern Michigan guy Potoski. Well, he's he's first team all lettuce, so he's got he's bringing intangibles. Uh, and Castro, the way I look at him is he's like the Al Horford of my team, right? Nothing flashy, but he's the kind of guy you can run the offense through. He's he's steady, and I picked him maybe a little bit early, but I'm happy with his performance so far. And then I've got. Uh, including Jimmy Hardkay, I've got a, a hell of a team of engineers here. Uh, and after being out and talking to um, their old college teammate, Ollie Schneider, Schneider Hans, I can't say his <laughs> name right. Schneider, Schneider Johns. I, Schneider Johns. I, yeah, I think he, I think he nailed it. Uh, well, you know what? Be, be that as it may. Uh, he said he took a bunch of classes with Anders. They're, they're old friends. He's going to put in a good word for me. So, you know, Jimmy Hardkay has, you know, he may or may not have uh, an assortment of no laying up merchandise in his closet. Well, there's point. rumors that there may have been something. There may have been some improper benefits, or well, I think he got some a controversy there after he after he played well early on in the whether it was the Shriners or the this, the no, it was the Safeway, and uh, I think he tweeted out a picture wearing a no laying up shirt. I, I think his sponsor was like, "Hey, what the fuck, man? We're paying you." And I was like, "Well, guess what? Like." Maybe maybe I'm paying him too, sponsor. You know, maybe we're doing some backroom deals. Regardless, I feel really good about the Georgia vibes, and I think Anders Albertson is the real deal. Um, so there you have it. All right, so Neil uh, Joey Garber is the only guy that was selected of the thirty players on the teams that that has not earned any money yet. Well, he won on the web tour last year, so again, let's keep that in mind. again. We're you know we're on to twenty nineteen here. We're uh, I know, but I what are you doing important. to build him up? What about the reshuffle, Neil? Come on! But I think it's important to acknowledge a, a guy that has like won a tournament, right? Like that's a big deal. So he's got he's played four times. He's gotten cut four times. Listen, I mean, I, mean, I think most of these guys have won a tournament along the way. <laughs> no, I mean, but like a, a like. I don't know if all of these guys won on the web tour. A lot of them just finished high on the money list, right? Like they didn't outright win a tournament. Like that's a big deal to me. Like it shows that he's 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 got a, a killer instinct. You're looking for winners. You're he a winner. Told, he told you're his, looking for winners. He told his scouts what his criteria was. Yeah. You want winners, period. Yeah, th- there's something about a closer. You know, somebody that that can can close it. You know, come down the stretch, make putts, keep it between the mustard and the mayonnaise. I certainly can't on the golf course. As as you've seen with you know part two of Straps you know episode one, but it, it seems like Joey Garber can do that. So I'm I'm holding out hope. Um, Sepp Straka really teased us. He was what the first round leader after Thursday at the Safeway, and then just it, kind of faded. If you would have seen the Web Finals at all, like Sepp Straka is the <laughs> opposite of closer. Well, <laughs> he I almost had one of the guys, monumental chokes. <laughs> In, see, uh, in the web finals, I don't finals. live in Jacksonville, so I didn't see. I didn't see that. Well, you know? they televise I, them. Well, I didn't watch it. So there, <laughs> I don't think Neil gets golf channel. <laughs> All but right, I do get golf. So Tron, you're kind of sitting in the middle, but you're yeah. You know, you know it's it's you're, been you're chasing Solly for second. I have zero concerns. Uh, we'll start. You, you have some balance. So you have Chase Wright, Robert Streb, yeah, Sam Chase, Burns. Chase has had a good a good year so far. Streber, I'm in I'm in contact with. Both Streber and and Catman, his caddy, every day. Uh, I was talking to Catman earlier tonight, actually. Sam Burns, uh, I've tried to reach out to him a couple times. He has rebuffed my my advances. Uh, Cameron Davis. What do you think the issue is? What do you think the issue is? You know, I I think I I think I said some some you know poorly worded things to him, you know, or about him uh, during the Ryder or during the Walker Cup fiasco a couple years ago. Which I've I've since apologized for. Uh, you've got Cameron Davis, who you know, he's he's been playing down in Australia. Uh, I've lobbied the rest of you guys to to you know if I could get some sort of like a thirty percent or forty percent of those no, earnings. No, because no, no. no, then Fratelli yeah, over then on the Well, Randy should be lobbying for that like crazy. Well, um, then I should get points for Joey Garber's lettuce. 
right? No. Like, that's got to So Cam Davis has made, you know, I have four guys that have made over $140,000 thus far. So your other two are Sebastian, Sebastian Munoz, Munoz is, and Hank Lebiota. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to be honest. Sebastian Munoz I I I had trouble. I I didn't sleep for a week after the draft because I left Lucas Glover on the board. Not because you left the shrimp on the board. No, it, that didn't. The you, shrimp. You have no conscience. Sean has. I have no a. Love for I the have shrimp. a Trojan horse on Randy's team. The shrimp. I love the guy to death, but he may not have the highest upside in the world on the P, on the bomb and gouge PGA Tour. It's disgusting. And then and then Hank Hank Labiota has made thirty six k. He's he's Mister the Lebiota, lowest earner. Um, met with him up at the RSM a couple weeks ago. He's. Um, you know, he's fully aware of the expectations and, and he, he, I, I feel confident that he's putting in the work to, to, you know, get the results. So I'm not going to lie. I like your team. I think it's solid. I love my team. And Str- you know, Strebber is probably going to win. The Listen, green, if the you like your Briar, team, you can keep your team. Or yeah. <laughs> 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 we're going we're gonna to keep your team in a lockbox. Uh, let me, let me be clear. Uh, green, you know, are they playing green buyer this year? <clears throat> Oh no! Actually, no, they're not. They're playing it next it's year, be the nineteen twenty reach around season. Yeah, there you have it. Um, all right, so Team Solly, this is you know he's seven thousand ahead of me. Team Solly was on auto draft, so he defaulted to the top guys in the priority ranking. He basically defaulted to like it's a, a bunch of Westworld robots. Well, it's just a solid squad. Sungjae is Sungjae is really, really, really he's good. good. Uh, and, you know, it's scummy. It's is, scummy that he made some money in the CJ Cup. Is Sung J M the Korean Bo Hostler? That Ooh. that might be the only take. <laughs> Adam Shank, yes. Denny Someone McCarthy, yes. Peter Malnati, Kramer Hickok, and Sangmu Bay. To be honest, I'm you know, Kramer so Hickok's slow. made one hundred and five thousand dollars. He's Solly's fifth earner. Um. I'm shocked that he, he he seemed to have played pretty well in some of those those fall series events and kind of faded on the weekends. But I know Solly's Solly and and um, uh, Cameron McCormick have been in touch about uh, Kramer. Kramer's been you know in in touch with Solly there. And then and then I think Solly he drafted Samuel Bay and then expecting him to get into the CJ Cup. And and he didn't get into the CJ Cup. Well, he auto drafted him. To be fair, <laughs> he definitely did not draft him. That's that's for, for sure. And I think you know Adam Shanks made three hundred thousand. Yeah, what's the word on Adam yet. Shank? That's the one Adam I'm Shank, amazed that he's already made th- over three hundred thousand dollars. He's a Purdue guy, so he's been all amped up about about. Uh, he's boiling Brom up. Yeah. this year, and and probably excited he's staying. Yeah, I think he's you know the Ohio State win was wind in his sails. Yeah. So you know, Solly's team, like you said, Neil. I think I think Kramer Hickok probably I think sleeping giant there. I think Solly's got a solid third place team when it's all set. Exactly, up. Like, you know, the high floor, maybe not the highest of ceilings. Yeah. So uh, that leaves Team DJ, which really is Team Cam Champ. Yeah. Uh, his other five are Ortiz, Hunter Mayhan, Scott Langley, Adam Long, and Curtis Luck. Schlong, and and, and you know Luck, which. You yeah, know, there's some Curry, friendlies, some NLU friendlies. In Curtis there. has been playing out in Australia the past past few weeks. He's he's due to come back. He'll play well on some of the tougher courses this year. I think Curtis will have a good year. Um, Mayhan, I think, is is going to make some money too. Um, you know, Langley's probably going to play well at the Valspar because he always does. Um, but but yeah, Cam Champ, he may win again. But DJ, I just don't think DJ's got the horses on the back end to really. DJ seems I like just, the pace setter I, I, at the Derby. I thought that Hunter Mayhem lost. He's lost the edge. Yeah, I, I remember you were very take. vocal about that one. So this is where I must say, as part of our bylaws, uh, Masters Week, the team in fifth place who I'm going out on a limb, it probably will be me. I hope it's not. Gets to do a substitution if if they choose, where they get to pick up one undrafted player and sub them in from for one the, of their... From the 50. From the 50. So one of the 20 that wasn't drafted, bring them in and kick somebody Ooh, out. I, I feel like Lucas Glover wrinkle. might be... So I feel like... On Team Randy after... I, that could change things. You know, there's three months after that where that, that could be a big factor. So I think two, two things to keep in mind here. We've got the reshuffle. 
that's happening. It's, it's happened, I think. But it is happening. And your team's probably going to be in an even good. worse spot. Yeah, I mean, it's not you it's know, not the great, poor Bob. get poorer kind of thing. Right. Um, and then you've got can, can, break the cycle. Actually, Tron, can we? Can we? Can you explain the reshuffle to those that don't really understand? To, to the listeners that don't understand it. <laughs> to, 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 to the to listeners you. and participants, right? No, mainly just to listen. Okay. Don't so, it. Neil, taking your team, for example. Um, That'd be great. Thank you. you know, Anders Alberson, Castro, Seth Reeves, they're probably in pretty good shape. Jimmy Hardcase, probably. You know, basically, they throw out the, the priority on which they came out of Web Tour Finals with. So... Your guys, uh, I think Castro is probably in the top five or seven coming out of Web Tour Finals because he played well in the regular season. He was up there. So he's he's one of the guys that, you know, he had great status heading into the Fall Series, but that, it's really not a big deal because most of the Fall Series events clear all the guys from the Web Finals, I think all 50 guys from the Web Finals lists anyway, except for maybe Vegas and one, one other one maybe doesn't clear the all the way um so it reshuffles so the guys from that category are then re reprioritized based on earnings in those first five or six events so like your boy joey garber is going to have the worst priority of anybody who so he's going to have to monday qualify well yeah i mean everybody gets into everybody gets into tory i think because it's spread over two courses everybody gets into um everybody should get into to pebble uh i don't know sony might be tough i don't know it, it, it changes every year but and like the whole the way all the there's so many different categories so that's the other thing too is you've got you know you've got a guy like mayhan on dj squad who's somewhat exempt from some of this reshuffle stuff because he's a he's one quite a few tournaments so he's in a past champ category um you know same with same with a streber that sort of thing um but yeah granted you're gonna get more starts the more money you make basically early in the season so you don't want to get behind the eight ball but at, at the end of the day the fred x cup like major season is sanderson john deere um Probably the Minneapolis event this year is Barbasol. Maybe Detroit. Barbasol, or sorry, I meant Barbasol, not Sanderson. Yeah, Barbasol, Quicken Loans. Um, you know, so those are opposite field events. Not just opposite field events, but yeah, yeah I mean Reno will be a huge one. That's not they just fall. Event. Yeah, in parts of the calendar where a lot of the higher world ranking guys either take off or 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 are elsewhere. Like like uh like like John Deere's against the against Scotland. So sure. Anyway, so DJ, you know, DJ will probably get another win out of Cam Champ here. I think that's the important thing to remember here. One point eight million is leading right now. So it's it's a top heavy it's a top heavy competition. Wins are wins are yeah wins are the thing. Wins are everything. I think. Well, that sucks. I think top threes, top fours, top fives are the thing. I feel pretty good about Castro. Then I think that guy's. Gonna you gotta be. You, you gotta be making. You gotta be making paper money, not not coins. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, you gotta be making the big checks. You know, like the Happy Gilmore checks. Did Did you go into the draft knowing that you wanted the Georgia connection? Well, I kind of went into the draft and I saw Castro, and I'm, you know, I thought like, hey, that'd be a great anchor piece of my team, and I was like, hey, look at all these other Yellow Jackets. Maybe we can build some team chemistry. Maybe they'll all talk amongst each other on the range about like, yo, we're on the Merch Stars team. Like, this is sweet. We should like ball out. You guys want to go play a practice round together? Yo, I got that towel too. He sent that to me. Well, that was like, the best thing about <laughs> DJ and Solly and I were like, up at, at Sea Island. And DJ pulls Cam Champ aside. Solly's playing with him in the Pro-Am. And DJ pulls him aside when they're teeing off on their first hole. And DJ explains the Fred X Cup to him, and he's like, "Yo, you're like you're on my team. I drafted you, like all that." And and you just kind of gave him this blank look. <laughs> Did he cool. hit with a cool? Yeah, man? I was like, "Cool man." <laughs> he went. That is. He that went. Is awesome. I heard that too. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Thanks. All right, see ya. Uh, well, yeah, but you know, on the range, I'm sure that like the the engineers talk amongst each other, and like, "Yo, how about that guy? Like, how about the merch star?" 
the Red Lobster like he guy. Said, well, and then you've yeah, got Jimmy Hardkay, just who's also an engineer. Colorado School of the Mines. Uh, that guy, Jimmy Hardkay, he's the best. Uh, he's been he's been very engaged, which I appreciate. And he's been and he also, he's been grinding his dick off on the range during I'm cold saying. temperatures, according to he's Twitter. Got, he, he's a good follow on on Twitter. Uh, so give give Jimmy Hardkay a look. That's literally that's that's his handle, Jimmy Hardkay. <laughs> so I'm guessing that means that it's Jim Canos, Jimmy Hardkay. I think right? I think it's Canals. Canals. Okay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um. All right. Anything else we want to hit on? We're about at an hour. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I've had I've had probably too much whiskey, and I'm 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 as everybody can see, I'm I'm I've let myself go. We've lost the course. It's over. So we we've got some things that we're working on. We're not ready to announce them yet. Um, if you like the sound of the FredX Cup, I think you're going to like what we have in store starting the first of the year with regard to the PGA Tour, and not just the PGA Tour. Not yeah, more to yeah. come. So you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be interactive, immersive. Shout out to Easy Office Pools. Shout out to Easy Office Pools is helping us set it up. So more to come on that. We'll have a big uh, it's gonna launch party preview pod. Yeah. Even the playing field, though, I think, between yeah. the European Tour, the Australasian Tour, the Latino America Latino Tour, America Tour, the Mexican Tour, yeah. some national opens, get kind of trying to increase their profile. So sounds like all the tours. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're we're pretty pretty excited. I think it's this 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 could make the FedEx Cup look like small potato. Look like the McKenzie tours. But it's yeah. it's not yeah. because I I honestly I don't really want to take the Wonderlic test. Well, I and we forgot to mention too that the top 2 guys Oh, get to play get in the, the BMW. They're playing in the BMW Charity Pro Am. Right. So there's there's actual stakes here too. When the bottom 2 the guys top, have to caddy. Yeah. Okay, and it's in and, and it's in June this year the, too in what? South Carolina, which is going to be hot as <laughs> yeah. hell. So I think I th- well, I, th- I, I guess so the third part, place guy just kind of hangs. So out. So part of it is I think Randy is is maybe he doesn't he's nervous about playing in front of a crowd. He doesn't want to play in front of a crowd, so he's taking himself out of contention. He's conscientiously objecting here via his team. He's playing the long game. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of that. So. Uh, all right. Well, Neil, thanks for joining us, man. You know, it's great to hear about the boxing. Uh, I'm glad you beat the shit out of that celebrity hairdresser. Yeah, Neil, you won one. You won one for all no laying up. Guys, I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate the support. We'll, I appreciate um, you. We'll, we'll have you back on for some goal setting here as, as we get into that the sounds, first of the year. Yeah. That sounds uh, delightful. I can't wait. Let's have, you know, anybody listening... We'll have to get a Twitter thread going or maybe a refuge thread. People can uh, write down their physical 2019 goals. Put it on paper. Yeah. Yes. The refugees. Yeah. yeah. Let, let the refugees hold you accountable. All right. That's we'll do that on the refuge. Okay. So. Favorite rapper, favorite trapper. Hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper.